What is up, ladies and gents, and welcome to another episode of Dual Senses, a PlayStation podcast, where we give you our two cents on all things PlayStation. I am your host, Alex Wolf, joined here by the one, the only, the light one. The light and one? And more way than Steven Marrow. Oh, okay. The bone marrow morrow. So, the light the one. The bone marrow morrow? Oh my god. Hello. The marrow, the, be- the bone marrow morrow. There were a lot that happened. I just like, oh wow, I never used that one, but I, I could, and I just threw you it just out. Kind there. of ran with it. You you did a lot. Yeah, the big the big bone marrow, big bone marrow morrow. You can catch the show live each and every Friday night at nine thirty Eastern time, or tonight where it's nine oh three p.m. Eastern time. Ooh. If you can't catch the show live, you can find us on podcast Spotify and the YouTubes. Of course, be sure to rate, review, and follow us wherever you're listening. You know, come on, throw us a bow. If you want to see the show grow and throw us a huge level of love, head on over to www.mtfproductions.com forward slash donate, where you can send as little as a dollar, and we can put that towards giving you the best PlayStation podcast we possibly can. Steven? Steven, the beautiful intro. Thank you. Thank you. I tried. How you feeling? How you been? It's been a couple weeks. Uh, I actually feel kind of like garbage, to be honest. I'm like a little... <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah. Like I'm, I'm a little under the weather. I'm well, just a little under the weather. <laughs> but it's fine. It's fine. Other than that, you know, it's fine. I, I feel that. My, my house, my son, he's feeling a little rough. Rachel, feeling a little rough. I'm exhausted as shit. Just got done with my son's first birthday. Had the family. How did that go? A lot of family all over the day place. You know, honestly, so the party itself was fine. He had mm-hmm. a time. So he didn't nap. He refused to nap before the entire party. So oh. during the actual birthday, we got him a little smash cake to, you know, to play with. And like, you know, and the smash and just make a mess. He poked it. He was so fucking done with it. He was done with that whole damn party five minutes in. He looked and it goes, Ugh. and then just, <laughs> it was just so <laughs> like that. That's my boy. <laughs> just uninterested and just fucking done with the world <laughs> on his own day. <laughs> he just, he had a ball pit. <laughs> he was that new until he wasn't. <laughs> he had a vacuum cleaner. He was okay with that until. It wasn't. It was very much just like, okay, he didn't want to open a fucking single gift. <laughs> he wanted nothing to do with anything <laughs> the entire goddamn day. Like, but like, as like we brought the things home and he actually slept pretty well that entire night. And then the next day he's all about it. But like day of, fuck everybody. <laughs> he's <laughs> not supposed to. Ever. I mean, we went. Wait. He's not supposed to feel that way until he's like what old. Oh god, this kid's gonna be a pissed off adult. Like God, you think I'm bad? He's just gonna be like, "Fuck you, fuck you, little old Esther, fuck you, and produce." I don't care if you're trying to wait and find the best one. I'm gonna kick out your walker. That's gonna be him by the age of ten. I can't wait. <laughs> He's so proud. Here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try. But a thing. like, other than that, like, it's just been one thing after another. You're gonna try a thing. What are you doing? What are you trying? I'm moving. Oh, 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 uh, shit, is it a little stuttery on my end? 
He's fucking. Um, I'm moving. Oh, he's taking the show. He's taking the show mobile. I'm going to see go if it's mobile. less stuttery oh, here. God, you guys see that? You see the wall? When I go in close, the brick wall just shows like out of nowhere, like a phantom. Oh, that's actually kind of creepy. That? It's like a an alternate. I don't know. What, yeah, I don't know why it's doing that because like it's not green. It's just kind of happening. I don't even have the mug, but here we are. Yeah, Speaking of mug, Stephen. Yeah. So, about a month or so ago, I'm walking through the K Roger. Okay, and I, I okay. can't remember what I was there. I was grabbing some stuff, and it was real quick in and out. As I'm walking out, I've already done the checkout. I see this little like little cardboard standees or advertising new drinks or whatever. And I see this thing called Pepsi Nitro. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Is it like the Coca-Cola coffee thing, but with Pepsi? And for those who don't know, I prefer Pepsi over Coke. I don't give a fuck. If you say opposite, fuck you. You're wrong. But Jesus, shots this, fired. And yeah, everybody. I don't, I don't give a shit. I'll, I'll die in that hill. Um <laughs> So I am walking through, and I'm like, okay, I'll try that next time. It, and it's just a, it just says a draft cola, like a nitro-infused cola. I'm like, I like nitro, and I like cola, and I like Pepsi. That sounds great, but I've already checked out. I'll get it next time. I go back to create the K. Roger for, like, the most, ra again, random thing, last-minute pickup before I get home. And that entire, like, staying at the whole section, the advertisements for this thing are just gone. Didn't exist. And I'm like, what the goddamn store? Not because I want to find it per se, because I want to try it, but now to make sure I'm not crazy and I saw it. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it was, I saw this thing. Like, this was here. It was right here as I walked out of the K. Roger less than 24 hours ago, but it's gone. I'm like, all right, all right, weird. So, like, I go to work and I ask them if they've seen it. I'm like, okay, you guys have seen it. Have you seen it elsewhere? And, like, you know what? No, I, also, I just saw it the one time. I've never seen it again. I'm like, what the fuck? So, today, as I'm at work, I walk them down the uh, the aisle of the local Rim K's uh, to the restroom, and I just come and pass it. I'm like, oh, and I find a little section of these Pepsi Nitros. And not only do I see the Pepsi Nitro, I see the Pepsi Nitro Vanilla. I'm like, oh, oh okay. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to introduce to you. So, no one thinks I'm crazy. And in case someone says this doesn't exist, it fucking exists. Pepsi, sponsor us. I'm about to crack open a can of nitro. So it even has instructions on how to properly. You haven't opened it thing. yet. It says chill the can. I have not tried. I have not tried this yet. It says chill the can. Step one. Okay. Is that what hard, you did? Uh, it says pour hard. It, it's like it's like it's a fucking beer. You're doing a hard pour on this bad boy. I'm like, oh shit. And then admire and enjoy. I like to admire. That's confidence. All right. All right. And enjoy. Well, here we go. So I'm gonna go ahead and just. Did you hear? Ooh, that, that was a good. That was a good fizzle. That was yeah. Oh, good. oh shit! It's foaming. Hold on. Wait. Fuck. Oh jeez. We're getting a mess. We're getting a mess. I'm sorry, ladies and gents, if you can hear my my foaming noises as I slurp this, but like it was, I didn't want to. Get you gotta, you gotta pour hard, that. Alex. I'm pouring hard, Stephen. Okay. All right, so far, it looks just like a regular fucking Pepsi. Yeah, I, I don't but see wait. a difference. Maybe because of the weird pour that happened where it all just kind of did thing. But, oh, it's got a little bit of some cream as it's going through. It's a little foamy at the top. Yeah. Got a nice head. Got a little... Got some it head. may have been the, the awkward pour I did because, like, it just kind of just did its thing. I don't know what was going on with that. But, like, like God, it's, like, slowly pouring out more. Do you see that? Like, it's just a never-ending stream. Yeah. It just You think it's done, and it's, like... It's just the, the foam. 
Yeah, it is very much the foam. There's like a layer of foam just pop the stop in the top. Hold on. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Get that lactose in there. I have no idea if there's lactose in this thing. It's creamy and I'm is there lactose? Now I have to know. Now I have to know. Ladies and gentlemen, there is no lactose in this. It's just nitrogen. But all right. It says smooth and easy drinking, so we're gonna find out. <laughs> smooth and easy. That ain't bad. That's pretty fucking good. What makes that it is smooth? It's not as uh, fizzy, you know, or as carbonated. Okay. It's nitro infused, so you know when you get like the the Guinness beers and you crack it open and it's like a pfft, like that very satisfying pop, like a pop and a tap, mm -hmm. and then you pour it in. It's supposed to foam up a bunch. <laughs> That's what this does. Or in theory, oh. it should have done. But at the same time, again, I think I opened it up like a fuck. So I got another one in the fridge of the reg type, not the vanilla, because I wanted to try both. So right. we'll, we'll give okay. it a, another go. And I, and I will report back to you all next week. Any hooser, on to the news, Stephen. We, we, this is a light news week. A light news week. Not a whole yep. lot of Hold on. Let me, let me change the banner now that we're switching there. gears. We're <laughs> We are a Pepsi podcast now. PlayStation, Pepsi, boom, make it happen. We're the spot. We made this. Pepsi. This is the world we're living in, my Pep friend. Station. This is the world we're Pep Station podcast, bitch. <laughs> Jesus. It's happening. We're, we're about to make fucking history, Stephen. We just made this real. All right, if you say so. I'll drink to it. It's not as fancy as your nitro Pepsi, but <laughs> damn right it's not. You know what? Okay, so you know. What? Okay, you know what that reminds <laughs> me of taste wise. Like, okay, as I, as hold I on, hold on. Do I need to? I, sorry, I, I can't change the banner again. <laughs> you need to go back. So you know when you get like those frozen Coke drinks or whatever, like at the icy machines or whatever. Yeah. And you know, like you never drink it all the way through because all the flavor steps to the bottom is just like an ice rock at the top after you get to a certain point. Mm -hmm. And then eventually it all just melts. And then you drink it thing, it's gonna taste like a Coke, but it doesn't taste like a Coke. That's how that tastes. So it doesn't taste like a Pepsi? Like it's good. Not a normal Pepsi, no. Hmm. But it also doesn't taste like a Coke. It tastes like what you expect a frozen like when it melts. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to try it. I don't think I'll be able to understand it until I try. I, it. I saw the. I was again another random trip to the K Roger, and I found the four pack. So if you want to come by, I'll buy a four pack. We can just try them, and we see what's going on with these things. All right. Okay. All right. Sounds like a plan. It's wild, wild, wild times. Mm -hmm. Is All it right, safe now to change the back? Onto the news, Stephen. <laughs> okay. You, I don't know. You keep distracting me. You keep bringing up the Pepsi. I keep bringing it up. All right. Y yeah, you keep bringing it up, dude. What the fuck's wrong with you? We're professionals. We're trying to do a show, and you, you talk about this fucking Pepsi. And I'm like, dude, I don't know what to tell you. It's Pepsi. I'm, I'm drinking it. I'll yeah, tell you what to right. do with it. Shit. Okay. We got to talk about the new the new Pepsi Plus. <laughs> I'd subscribe. <laughs> they get all my dollars. Just to prove a point. 
Like, anyways, Pepsi Plus, make it happen. <laughs> we got an update about the PlayStation Plus revamp. Uh, this was just added to the PlayStation blog post as like a little addendum, I guess, at the top. Uh, but the launch dates have shifted. And this is actually a pretty rare occurrence. Instead of being delayed, it was pushed forward, which is kind of neat. Um, and we have firm dates. We were given a release window last time, and now we've got an actual bam. Yeah, they did change the wording, though. They're saying target dates, so they're still giving themselves some w wiggle room. But uh, That's fair. Yeah, that, that's perfectly reasonable. But it's kind of neat. Mm -hmm, so... Mm -hmm. um, in Asian markets, excluding Japan, they're targeting May 23rd. In Japan, they're targeting June 1st. In the Americas, they're targeting June 13th. And in Europe, they're targeting June 22nd. So by the end of June, everyone will have this new PlayStation Plus revamp, which is exciting. It's coming up real soon. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, everyone was expecting it to take a while. You know, because processes can take some time to get, get the kinks worked out, make it work. And there's usually like an announcement, and it takes you know, you give yourself like six, seven months before it actually launches. But here we are, we got the announcement, what, a month ago, and it is just on the cusp. We're only a couple months out. Yeah. Making headway. And what's, what's exciting about this, to me at least, is if it's launching on May 23rd, we can expect a shit ton of more details um, like leading up to that. Uh, so an actual firm mm -hmm. announcement regarding what games are involved and like specifics about the um, the subscription service and things, it's going to happen soon, like very soon. <laughs> so I don't know. It's exciting. Yeah. I think it's exciting mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm ecstatic for it. Um, I want to know: Will I get the two drinks from First Watch in the background if I subscribe to the premium edition? Of said PlayStation um, Plus service. That's actually part of the Pepsi Plus service. Those are Pepsi smoothies. Uh, so oh, it's like a new yeah, thing we're trying. Oh, uh, Nitro-infused. You can see the Pepsi go going into this one. See the top layer? That's Pepsi. And then it goes into Mango. That... I'd give it a whirl. I don't think I'd like it, but I'd give it a whirl. Uh, Steven, we have a comment from Manarax, Manexra. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. But should I buy it in regards to the new PlayStation Plus uh, subscription model? That's the age-old question. Um, yeah, but what should you do? It. That's a good question. Um, if you are already a current PlayStation Plus subscriber, I, I think you should already at least do the essentials base, like the baseline tier, the ten bucks a month, or the sixty dollars a year, because you need to play online. So if you're already doing it, you're already converted. I'd do it. It's literally the same um, thing. The benefit. Yeah, same thing. Get the free games, you know, every month. There, the number of games won't be as It'll be more consistent that you just get the two as opposed to where a month we might get two, next month we might get three, and or maybe we get a month where it's like a slew of VR games. I'm expecting with since it's now a structured thing, they're going to stay consistent with this, but still a good debt, good deal, very nice value. Um, if it comes to upgrading to one of the higher tiers, um, I personally say look at the time you'll put into it. Like it's great to have ability to that backlog of games. And we'll do all of the streaming, like the streaming and downloading the PS4 and PS5 games to play via PS Now or the PS Now feature-esque thing in it. But if you don't see yourself 
being able to commit to the time because you already have a rather impressive backlog from either having PS Plus titles already or you're just someone that buys games habitually. It, maybe not save the five bucks a month. And then like if you but if you see something that's there and you're like, hey, or you need games to play because you don't have an extensive catalog to already go through, then yeah, upgrade. And either one would really benefit you just depending on what you're looking for. If you're looking for more of the classics with the PS1, the PS2s, uh, PSP titles, and maybe a few PS3 games if you want to stream them, exactly. great. Go with the premium tier. And nothing wrong with that. It makes total sense. But if you think you're just looking for some older, you want to play some more recent games, the PS4. Uh, it, oh, what? The, what? Oh, oh. Pepsi Plus, I'm not going to. I'll wait for Coke Plus. Get out of here. I can't. Where's the ban <laughs> button? <laughs> I won't acknowledge it. I won't. I refuse. <laughs> to answer the question regarding the PlayStation but yeah, Plus. Yeah, anyways, game, yeah. Um, it, based off of... Sorry, I think there's a little bit of a delay. Um, so I think if you're asking the question, should I subscribe, then already the answer is no. I say wait until you hear more information. Uh, because if you're not already sold on all of the new features then you need more information. And I think that once they announce the games that are included, um, I think that's going to be the deal breaker that'll make or break everything uh, for a lot of people. So I say, hold tight. If you're asking that question, then just wait. In the next few weeks, we'll probably have more of an understanding of what games we can expect being included in the service. It is more than 700 games. So that's a shit ton of games to have access to immediately. But we don't know what games they're gonna be. Uh, we know that PlayStation has um, specifically mentioned that they want games like Returnal and Spider-Man Miles Morales to be part of the service, which I'm kind of excited about. So there is going to be a first party offering. Um, and there's uh, some recent rumors or leaks, I guess, um, which we can get into if you want. Uh, that might also hit yeah, some other kick it right along and ties in. There we go. You, you're just not going to say anything on me? Am I doing it? I, I thought you were going to do it. We're taking turns. God damn it, Steven. <laughs> no, I, I, so this comes over from uh, Video Games Chronicle. Uh, as a... Uh, God damn it, Steven. You, you, you t- Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Uh, a, a possible leak, uh, we're seeing some appearances and some other trademarks uh, where some siphon, sil- siphon filter games were recently raided um, in another country for the, both the PS4 and PS5. Um, first, it very much seems like, okay, this is going to tie into one of the tiers, uh, probably the premium tier with the classic titles um, going there. Um, what I find interesting is that they have to be re-rated because this is still the same, you know, game. Like, I we're not getting an updated visuals or anything like that. At least that hasn't been, been communicated from PlayStation. Um, so it makes me wonder if this re-rating is to do with some kind of updated fidelity, some upscaling. But more importantly, Steven, I think you'll appreciate this, if this is leading into the talk of will we see patches on games like these to update with trophies? Yeah. 
because yeah. there is it is a re-rating. I, I don't I've never heard of a game like where like we never we didn't have to hear about re-ratings for PS on the PS3 on the PlayStation Store back in the day on the PS3 to be re-rated. Nor did we hear anything about PS2 classics having to be re-rated. They were just there, and it was essentially the same rating. Um, I, so I or at least no the PS2 classics when you purchase those in the PS4 because they typically did come with some kind of upscaling or some kind of upgrades to it, like the Jack and Daxter collection, for instance, when it came to the PS4, it was re-rated. We did get trophies, though the trophies were the same as the PS3 HD collection. It's just, it's weird that classics have to get re-rated, and I find that odd. So I don't want to dip too heavy into it, but I wouldn't be surprised if this means we'll get some kind of bonuses to actually playing these games natively on the console. Yeah, and I hope that we do. Your and thoughts? I think that... Uh, I think that it getting um, having to go through the rating process again indicates that there's something changing in the code. So maybe that could just have something to do with backwards compatibility or making things run. Um, or like you said, it could be new features and things like that. But um, I really hope that it's trophies, and I think that it is. Uh, so I'm excited for that. But... Siphon filter, in the very least, so this doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be included as part of the PlayStation Plus revamp. That's just kind of speculation, uh, just because it kind of fits too nicely into that. Um, but it could either be part of the PlayStation Plus collection with like classic games, or this could even hint at like a Siphon filter collection uh, or, or something. We know that Siphon filter uh, has a a sort of revamp in the works. So the series is still um Oh wait, no 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 no. I'm I'm all fucked up. I'm not I'm yeah, thinking like of what? Splinter Cell. Yeah, like, what are you talking Splinter about? Cell. We don't know anything about that. Oh yeah. my god, I'm thinking yeah, of Splinter yeah, yeah. Cell. The other uh stealthy espionage uh fucking game that starts with an S. Never mind. Forget about what I said. But uh <laughs> it could indicate a siphon filter collection. Um, or that it's included in PlayStation Plus, which either of those are pretty cool in my book. <laughs> I'm doing great. Good lord. Any, any any hooser? Yeah. So I mean, I didn't. So I thought maybe it was an HD collection, but I find it that'd be a hard sell, especially for the Siphon Filter games. While beloved, right? People love those games. They love that franchise. It's a strong legacy and a flagship for early PlayStation. Um, it's a little weird for it's a ps1 game you know mm -hmm. like even when the metal gear solid hd collection came out on the ps3 we didn't get metal gear solid one we got two three in peace walker because it was it made sense to do an hd revamp you're not going to want a hd revamp popping up from the ground up again and some aspects um i think some of these sci-fi so, games though i think were also released on ps2 if I remember correctly. Some were PS2, yes, but the trademarking we're seeing is for 1, 2, 3, and 4. So I'd find it odd for them to do 1, but I believe 3 and 4 for sure were on PS2. 2, I think, was on the PS1 as well. But yeah, that, that's where I'm like, eh, maybe not an HD remaster. I definitely think it does tie into more of the new revamp of everything, especially seeing filings, and the filings came from a foreign country, at least not in the U.S. I can't remember where. Um, I'd want to say somewhere in Asia, if I remember right. I can't remember. I don't have the link in front of me. Um, but yeah, so th there is that. 
but we'll see what happens. Um, we'll probably see if we see more filings of the sort in that same nature. I think that all but confirms like because the games will be available to play via the up tiered upscaled services. They're rated in Korea, by the way, which we've had Korea. So I'm right with Asia. Yeah, we we've had games leak. Oh, yeah. From ratings. Usually, I think it's Korea or Australia. Um, or the, the massive Amazon France one that happened a few years ago. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, something interesting to keep an eye on. Um, you never know. Moving right along. Um, moving right along. Has uh, hinted at the idea of putting ads in PlayStation games, and I know that this is mildly controversial. Um, but we'll uh, let's unpack this a little bit. So um, there was a Business Insider report um, where Sony was basically talking about incentivizing developers to continue making free-to-play titles by giving them additional ways to monetize. Uh, one of those ways being advertisements in their games. Um, that's basically the gist of what they're talking about. Uh, they mentioned other things, uh, formats could include ads that give viewers rewards for watching ads and promotions. Um, those rewards could be in-game items like avatar skins, uh, things like that. Um, but yeah, this is actually kind of interesting because we've seen, um, PlayStation has experimented with advertisements in games in the past. Well, not just PlayStation, but, you know, games in general. Um, but mm-hmm. as far as PlayStation first party stuff, I remember Wipeout HD had an update where they added like Burger King ads in the loading screens. Um, yeah, they did. And yeah, that was like, did. that was interesting. And that was fine. Aside from the fact that it made the loading screens last like a couple seconds longer and people were pissed off about that. Um, but like, I don't think that that's that big of a deal. We've also seen, um, political advertisements in mm-hmm. uh uh what was it it was a racing game wasn't it there was like an obama ad in some race anyone's watching can see even for an excellent screen grab that you should get oh no <laughs> it was beautiful absolutely breathtaking my friend i don't i don't <laughs> everything is going fine on my end i think i think something's fucked up on your end But but everything's working on my end. It's literally just your your feed. But hopefully the viewers and people watching and listening at home aren't being affected yeah. too much by it. But we'll, we'll figure it out. This is my first time streaming from this new location. Uh, I don't know something. We'll figure it out. But anyway, all your transition from the room to the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. I might as well give you all. It's a, like PlayStation a cribs. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, how do you how do you feel about advertisements in games? I uh, you know it's I don't see it as a big deal, especially when we're talking more for like the games of service type deal. So games like Fortnite, games like uh, the uh, Destruction All Stars, uh, these games need revenue streams, right? I mean, there's a lot of content and a lot of money goes into these games, and eventually microtransactions just won't foot the bill anymore unless people want to pay more for those transactions so this is a way to offset it like it, it is what it is and i don't think it's going to ruin the gameplay that you see a, a pepsi logo at flying in the air in a battle royale the moment you got the the party bus in fortnite i, I don't see where that's going to ruin you unless you're a weirdo and you prefer coke um i don't see where it's going to be an issue for um 
like unless it's an, a hindrance in the game, right? It's yeah, okay. So for instance, Rainbow Six Vegas, so many dodge cars. Yeah, all the cars were dodges. Did it change how well that how well that game was received? Vegas and Vegas Two were beloved back in the day, and but like it it didn't help them. It didn't hurt them commercially or critically, you know. So I, I don't see where it could be a big deal. I see where people are worried, like, oh man, we're gonna get ads, and they're probably thinking of like when you're loading up a map, you're gonna have to see a stupid advertisement for some kind of like allergy medicine. You know, I could see that being a concern because it's just annoying and it's like, I don't need this, but I don't think that's what we're getting at. I don't think the type of ads we're going to see in video games, at least not in those types of games. That'd be weird. That would yeah. make no sense. And that would impact the quality of <laughs> your experience. I mean, the report specifically uh, I think mentioned free to play titles. Product placement. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so product placement is another thing that's fine. Like we've seen that with Death Stranding with the monster energy drinks. And I think that actually kind of added some novelty to the experience. We've seen Axe body spray in Yakuza games. Uh, and it's like, it's not that big of a deal. Like it's just kind of in the game. If anything, it connects it to our everyday life a little bit more when it's implemented in a certain way. Um, like with the Yakuza, I think it was pretty fine. Uh, but uh, but no, they're specifically mentioning free-to-play games. This is something that is very commonplace in the mobile space. Uh, pretty much every game, uh, mm -hmm. or the majority of games are free-to-play on mobile, and it's normal for you to watch advertisements on mobile. One thing that I do like that they mention is specifically rewarding people for watching ads instead of just interrupting a game with an advertisement that you can't skip and then you don't get anything for it. Having it as an option to get in-game rewards, I think that that's cool. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's going to be that big of a problem. And if it is, uh, gamers, especially console gamers, are very good at letting people know when something pisses them off. So I feel like it'll be handled. <laughs> I mean, in you know between I mean? that, and I imagine like there's going to be like a subscription, like a battle pass or something, like buy the battle pass and ad free. You know, yeah, like. Okay. Yeah. Sure. How many people already buy battle passes for games they love and play all the time? Who cares? So, nothing to worry about. Nothing to worry about, ladies and gents. I think we'll be fine. Buy Pepsi. Yep. I agree. Yeah. Okay. We interrupt you to bring you this message brought by Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> <laughs> it's spreading, Stephen. We need ads for it all. All of it, Stephen. <laughs> we need the revenue stream. This all is right, a free census, the advertising <laughs> podcast. Brought to you by Raid Shadow Legends out now on mobile. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't want any of that. <laughs> what if we just started just doing advertisements for people that aren't paying us for it and see if eventually someone just get, throws us a buck, you know? Like, how long do I need to yell at Pepsi or Krispy Kreme <laughs> and just send business their way via Twitter? <laughs> until the thing, we they're not going to pay right? us if we do it for free. That's the problem. No, I mean, we, 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 get, we do enough to, to make a case. File like this random class action lawsuit that no one cares about, but everyone hates dealing with because they just pay it out because they don't want to deal with our analysis. And we do it for everything. For instance, they settle, <laughs> you know, you know, fuck it. I'll, we, it's a light show. We don't have a whole lot to go on. So 
had an epiphany about like 9.43 at night last week, just laying in bed. Don't know why I was thinking about this. But I was thinking about, oh, so the next Fast and Furious movie is coming out, and it'll be the 10th installment in the franchise, right? Okay. So, I know picture this. Going. Here's the premise. For the last 10 years, right? And you may, if you follow me on Twitter, you may have seen this idea come through. Last 10 years, or 20 years, this franchise has spawned. Dominic Toretto, Vin Diesel character, has been, you know, escaping the law, working with the government, this, that, and the other, right? But he's always living life a quarter mile at a time. He's always driving fast cars and racing. So what he does one day, and he's got a lot of enemies. He's made a lot of enemies in 10 years or 20 years, however long this shit goes. One day someone just shows up in his driveway. He's like, nah, fuck that. Grab the kid. Letty, we got to go. And they take off, and he calls the family, right? And he calls the family and says, hey, there's someone following us. We, they're coming after us. This is game time. Let's go. And we all know Jason Momoa is playing the villain, right? So we don't know what Jason Momoa's motive is throughout the entire thing. We just know he's chasing Dom and the family, right? And there's fast cars. There's explosions, just that and the other. You fast 10, right? right? So hashtag fast, T-E, and you put 10 in all caps to let people know it's still the – you know, but the tag is fasten your seatbelts. Not only is Jason Momoa not really a villain, but he's actually just an undercover cop ready to give you the best fucking seatbelt tip you've ever seen. Because Dominic Toretto, for 20 years, has been driving these cars, not wearing a seatbelt. And Jason Momoa has had enough of it. No one's above the law, Steve. <laughs> he's about to bust him, the whole family, Ludacris, everybody. They're done. Book it. <laughs> we we retweet that premise out all over the place. Someone will pay us, Stephen. Someone will pay. It will be fantastic. <laughs> Someone will pay. Nah. Someone will pay dollars for that, and we will get a ticket sold to that movie. I do. I do appreciate the, the cleverness, show, the like, wordplay with "fast ten your seatbelt." Like fast, but I think that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I like that. Fast your like seatbelt. Am I right? But no, these dipshits come out and reveal fast X. That's stupid. It sounds like it's going to relieve gas. I don't want to see that movie. <laughs> I want to see Fast Ten Your Seatbelts in theaters, featuring Jason Momoa as an undercover cop, about to give the best ticket bust ever. Fast X sounds like. An advertisement I don't want to see in my video game. It just sounds like a shitty pill, or or something. Like I I I hate it already. So yeah, I'm I'm with you on that on the name. See and and, and look at this, Manaxra. He gets it, right? Or she get they get it. <laughs> see, that's the trick. The we're, we're talking money here. Steve. Ad, talking money. We got to get on board. Jesus. I mean, okay. Yeah. Book it. Pay me. Book it. <laughs> exactly. Get a t shirt. Just hashtag book it and we sell that. But I'm just printing ideas out here. Jesus Christ. Money printing machine. In this here noggin, my friend. We need an ideas podcast, which is ideas so crazy that they have to work. Oh, God. Pepsi Plus, Book It Shirts.
We've got it. Right? All right. Can we talk about Uncharted now? I think we got this going. All right. I mean, I guess we can talk about Uncharted territory. All right. Okay. All right. Are you are you doing – is it my turn? This is you. I went no, I did the last it's one. It's your turn. No, you doing no, it. I did the last it's one. It's your turn. Damn, it, it was your idea. Did you? Yeah, I did the advertisement. You nah, you're full of shit. I did the reason. This show is so unorganized. The we don't program know what we're doing. <laughs> Honestly, I think it's no. the delay. The delay is throwing me I off. I refuse. This is a whole mess. I need to figure out the. Am I delayed or are you delayed? I don't know. All I know is that, like, I'll talk uh, when you're not talking, and then you'll start talking, and I think there's just a weird delay. And it's usually because I'm waiting because I'm thinking weird. either you're frozen or you're not. I don't know. Ladies and gents, this, it's been a while, okay? It's been a couple weeks since we've done a show. Not a whole lot of news. And we're really just trying to waste your time. Throw us a buck. www.mtfproductions.com forward slash donate. Thank you. Uh, any hooser. <laughs> Please help. <laughs> Naughty Dog This comes from VGC. Naughty Dog Recruiter seemingly hints at plan for more Uncharted games. <laughs> so a newly appointed recruiter at Naughty Dog seemingly hinted that Sony is planning future Uncharted releases. Um, so... On Tuesday, Christina Marie Drake McGeerty announced on LinkedIn that she had joined the studio this month as a primary recruiter. She said she is scouting for talent at entry level, and it's special being able to build the future teams not only for new titles, but for the legacy of Uncharted. Steven, your Interesting thoughts? Interesting use of the word legacy. Um, <laughs> considering uh, Lost Legacy was a game. Uh, what? I don't know. I just, anyways. What else would you call it? <laughs> what other would you use? <laughs> I'm as as much as I like the idea of more Uncharted. Um, I don't think it's necessary, but I do understand that it's going to sell because Uncharted is a beloved franchise, um, and you know it, it's it's an awesome game. Whatever they release for it, I'm going to play it. But. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that it's to be expected that they'll continue this franchise just because it's a hit. Uh, I I like that they're recruiting new people uh, and not necessarily taking resources away from other projects from Naughty Dog. We have um, the Last of Us Factions coming out, uh, which has been confirmed. Mm -hmm. There's heavy rumors about a Last of Us remake. Um, and then there's also uh, some more recent rumors about... Uh, a Naughty Dog fantasy game, uh, which is rumored to be a, a new IP from Naughty Dog. Uh, so they, they've got a lot of things going on all at once. Um, so I think that it's nice that they're bringing other people in to work on the future of Uncharted. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of room for the franchise because we have um, spoiler alert for Uncharted 4, if you haven't played it, it's your own goddamn fault. The game's been out and been given away for free multiple times. Uh, but... <laughs> that is very true. Uh, <laughs> seriously. A lot. <laughs> it's your own damn fault if, if this spoils the game for you. But, uh, you know, you've got uh, Nathan and Elena's daughter, uh, who, you know, she could go on her own adventures, like a young Indiana Jones-style type thing. You've got all these side characters... Um, we can dive into Sully's past. I would love a Sully-focused 
uh, story, honestly. Right. I, I want that more than right. anything. Uh, <laughs> so th- there's a lot of things. You could even just have entirely new characters, uh, just like with the Uncharted flair and, and in that world and things like that. Um, it, it's really just kind of a blank canvas. And uh, while I, I don't think we need any more Uncharted, uh, I don't hate the idea of getting more Uncharted. And I know that no matter what, they're going to treat their baby right. So, yeah, that's how I feel about it. How do you feel about it? Um, I, so I'll start off. I love the Uncharted franchise. It was probably my first real foray into playing games into an unknown franchise uh, at that age because I grew up playing games where I always played, like, familiar characters. So, like, I knew Sonic the Hedgehog. I knew Dragon Ball Z. I knew this. I knew that. Uncharted was this brand-new thing. I had played Naughty Dog Game Support with Jack and Daxter uh, and Crash Bandicoot, but you know the name that really stick with me. Uncharted was the name, was the game that made the Naughty Dog name stick with me growing up as a kid. Um, that being said, some things you just gotta let go. Some things need a definitive end. I've said this multiple times on the show where I feel like we get oversaturated with sequels and HD remasters, and we don't see a lot of brand new AAA IP from studios like Naughty Dog because of it. Um, I find it interesting that of all the developers, Naughty Dog wants to keep the Uncharted franchise going where they had a pretty still commercially and critically successful franchise with Jack and Daxter that they gave an end. They were done and we haven't seen one since. So it's, I don't know what Uncharted did that Jack and Daxter didn't do when we're talking, and like, granted, there's a span of time between the two and a whole console generation. So yeah, Uncharted could do things that Jack and Daxter couldn't do, but some were, in a sense, they're both revolutionary for what they did at that time. With Jack and Daxter's open sandbox, the lack of load times, this, that, and the other, and narrative storytelling in an action platformer. Uncharted with its movie-like cinematic presentation, still, you know, it had load screens, but with everything that was happening on the screen and using the cell processor, and the PS3, it made sense as to why it did, and it was gorgeous. And it set a new standard for cinematic storytelling. So I find it odd they, that they're not afraid to keep dipping back into that well. As I honestly um, think that the, with the, the reason... Charted, and we've had people clamoring for... What's that? Sorry. Um, I think... I, I think the reason why is because the thing that Uncharted did that Jack and Daxter didn't do is it sold more and it won awards uh, by like a lot more. And even though Jack and Daxter was like a greatest yeah. hits on the PS2, um, I think because the gaming industry just keeps growing and growing and growing, I think Uncharted is, Uncharted is just something that speaks to a lot more people. And I think that they see more franchise opportunities for it. I mean, there's a an Uncharted movie, and it was, you know, almost number one in the box office. Like it, it's one of the highest grossing movies of this year. Yeah. Uh, and actually, it's interesting. Like the top five highest grossing movies of the year, and two of them are video game movies. So there's something interesting happening there. But anyways, I, I think it's all about the money, unfortunately. And I think that's why we're going to see it stay in house, but an additional team with recruiting more people for this. Um, I mean, Naughty Dog is a big studio. They've got a lot of plates spinning all at once. Uh, yeah, but 
but yeah, that's that's actually one thing that I kind of really like about PlayStation is um, while yes, the industry is oversaturated with sequels and remakes and re-releases and things like that, PlayStation is really good at letting their first party studios do new things when they want to do new things. And I have no doubt that Naughty Dog is working on something new uh, alongside these, you know, new Last of Us and uh, you know, going back into Uncharted. Oh, and for certain. Like that. But, but yeah. Speaking of remasters coming from Naughty Dog, Steven, and you touched on this a little bit earlier, uh, there have been rumors for the last few months or so talking about a potential Last of Us remake. Um, if you want to take this one away. Mm. You wait until I drink to tell me that. God, how? Uh, <clears throat> so for a while, there have been uh, a lot of rumors and a little bit of controversy regarding a Last of Us remake. Um, now, this is something that's been long rumored and suggested. Uh, there's the idea that, um, what was it, Jason Schreier did a whole report about, uh, was it Ben Studio that was allegedly working on a Last of Us remake? Is that what that was? I don't remember. I'm not sure. I've never heard anything about a specific studio, just that it was in the works. Um, and it's it's always been kind of vague. It's always been like someone working at play at PlayStation or someone close to a source there is like, oh yeah, it's something being talked about, or yeah, it's it's in the works. This that and the other thing's super tangible. Uh, and this is kind of in a similar way. Uh, let's see. I'll pull up the link and we'll we'll take a look at here. So this one comes from a it's a PlayStation animator, also coming from Video Games Chronicle. Uh, uh, Tease an unannounced first-party game that they suggest could release this year. Uh, this was spotted by at Okami13 in a series of tweets last month. Um, recently worked on God of War at Sony Santa Monica. Claimed that PlayStation some bangers coming out this year and alluded to an unannounced project he's been working on. Uh, he claimed it's not God of War Ragnarok. Um, so, but they believe it's he currently works for PlayStation uh, Studios Visual Arts. And as a studio that people are expecting is working on the Last of Us remake for the PlayStation Five. Um, so what we're what Stephen alluded to with this controversy is that the Last of Us, while it did originally launch in 2013, ten years ago, it's an HD remaster of a PS3 game. So that was a time when HD had become the new standard for games. So, yeah, and is it, it's too fresh. It feels too fresh in a sense. Granted, we've done HD remasters and remakes on games that, you know, that are only a decade old, some even less, but at a time where it made sense, the backwards compatibility wasn't as available to that generation on the 360 or the PS3. The addition of trophies, the upscaling of HD, of HD to these games, um, and hell, I mean, Last of Us got a, the, the definitive edition, Last of Us Remastered, on the PS4 um, a year later. So it's just like, what more? I mean, outside of, like, why not just make a patch for The Last of Us Remastered? For, where it can run 60 frames per second at 4K on the PS5? You know, I, I that seems more likely what should be done with 
that. A remake to me is just a waste of time and resources that can be put into the alleged Naughty Dog new IP. That can be put in the time it's taking to get Last of Us factions out. Um, this is just unnecessary. It, it seems yeah. like a total, total <laughs> cash grab. Yeah, it, it does come across as that. And I mean, unless there's something like extra remarkable about this remake, um, I honestly don't really care. I honestly think that the first Last of Us is a little weak. Um, I don't think it ages very well, which is a little bit controversial in and of itself. Um, but like the the controversy that I was specifically referencing had something to do with um, there was a Jason Schreier report where allegedly um, Sony Bend Studio, I think, whichever team worked on Days Gone, um, they basically were told that they can't work on a sequel for Days Gone, and they were put on um, a team working on Naughty Dog titles. And everything that they were working on, they were making progress on, but then it would just get canceled or it would be brought back to Naughty Dog. And The Last of Us remake was allegedly one of those things. Um, and so it, it was kind of like a big thing. And um, a lot of people were like, oh, PlayStation treats their studios horribly. Uh, it was like weird, uh, but a lot of it hasn't really been confirmed. But um, it was a thing for like a month. It was something that I kept hearing within the industry. Um, but yeah, there's also the added thing of, do we need a remake of a game that came out during the HD generation, has been re-released already? It's like, it all seems so unnecessary, and I agree, it, it comes across as a cash grab. So it, it kind of, I, I don't know how I feel about that one. Yep. Uh, there was one thing... Is that all uh, we've got? Well, so uh, Manaxor wrote in, and actually this is something that should have been on our, our list, so I'm glad that they wrote in, so thank you, Manaxra. Uh, but they said, Amy Hennig is making a Star Wars game, and they say Uncharted in space, question um, mark. And this is interesting. So um, this is something that I feel like was destined to happen <laughs> um, just because way back when... Uh, Amy Hennig was already working on a Star Wars game that got canceled. Uh, this is when Amy Hennig would start working on a project and then it would get canceled. Yeah, shit can. Yeah, she, she was being bounced all over the place and it was fucking annoying. And I feel so bad for her because she's nobody writes dialogue like her, personally. I, that's my belief. Um, I think she's awesome. But anyways, so now officially, uh, working with Visceral Games, I believe, Amy Hennig is working on... Um, a new Star Wars game. And uh, we don't really know specific details, um, but there's that. Um, I think actually, if I remember correctly, Forspoken has her on the team of writers as well. So that'll actually be the first new project that actually releases where she's involved with the writing. Um, so I guess we can kind of see if she can still um, hold her own in this industry. <laughs> Uh, that's becoming more and more cutthroat, apparently. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there for was... Her, uh, at least. <laughs> yeah, for her. Um, but <laughs> like back in the day on PS3, there was leaked gameplay footage of this canceled Star Wars project that she was involved with. And it looked a lot like Uncharted in space. And mm -hmm. it looked awesome. It was mostly focused on like the laser gunplay. You played as a bounty hunter, not a Jedi. It was... Uh, 
it was really cool. And uh, it seemed amazing. And this was like early gameplay footage, and it already looked better than anything that I had seen before. But that this was a while ago, so it probably looks like ass now. But still, um, I'm curious if any of those ideas <laughs> that she had originally are going to kind of translate over to this new project. Because it seemed like it was pretty far along for it to look that impressive at the time. Even if it was probably just a vertical slice. Um, so, you know, she has experience with Star Wars as a whole, as a, a, a property and as a world. Um, and she's already written a story, essentially, in the Star Wars universe. So, very curious about this one. Mm -hmm. um, not the biggest Star Wars fan, but I'm a fan of hers. So, I'll follow her wherever she goes. I'm excited. Uh, I, I love Amy. Everything she did was in Charted Franchise uh, at one through three, gold, pure gold. Um, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Um, I'd be, I was disappointed hearing that her game was canceled. So hearing that she's back on this project or a new project in the same vein, whether it's spiritual or not, or it's the same thing, I don't know. But I'm excited to see what happens with it. Um, I am, I've always been skeptical of. Star Wars games, unfortunately, it is it is licensed property, so the history of them has not always been, you know, great. Uh, I played Jedi Fallen Order, and I liked the story, in a sense. I was not a fan of the gameplay, personally, um, so I'm curious to see how this works. I am interested in playing a Star Wars game where I'm not just a Jedi, um, so I am excited to see how that goes, if we still get that bounty hunter type feel. Um, especially in the vein where we live in an age where Boba Fett and the Mandalorians in there, you know, they're the top bill money generators right now in the Star Wars universe. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's the route they still go. Um, if anything, it gets it went back to Amy, like, hey, so we're missing out in this field in the Star Wars. Wait, we've got Jedi's, we've got Battlefront, we don't have a bounty hunter game in the era of bounty hunters and in, in Star Wars is key now. What do you say? So, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I had some skepticism, not because of Amy, but just because of the Star Wars video game legacy. So, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yep, I'm right there with you. Yeah, that's everything. You know, we we made yeah. it entertaining. You know, we added some <laughs> stuff. We had some fluff. We had some meat. We had some small meat. We had some snacks. Uh, no big meat this time. We had no the, uh, the, the old Pepsi Nitro. No big meat. No big meat. But we got a Pepsi Nitro. Yep. Pepsi Plus, everyone. Subscribe. And everyone go see Fast 10. You're seeing Everyone. Else. I mean this. Like, don't go see Fast X, because fuck that movie. That's not what it is. You go see Fast 10. And you have to say it like you're saying Fasten, but you have to emphasize the T. That's how you, you say it. That's important. You say, I'm going to go see Fast 10. No, you're going to see Fast 10. Fast 10. Because fasten your seatbelts. Jason Momoa's fast coming to ticket that ass. <laughs> right. All right, oh, that's the end of our show. Hashtag book it. <laughs> Hashtag book it. Uh, thank, thank you, everyone, everyone for tuning in and watching. This has been Dual Senses. What are you doing? You're fucking up the outro. Fuck you. Get off my stage. This is There's my a delay. Time. There's a delay. You're a delay.
Ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to a close. Thank you for watching Dual Senses, a PlayStation podcast where we give you our two senses on everything PlayStation. You can catch the show live each and every Friday night at 9.30 Eastern or whenever else we, you know, 9 o'clock or on a Sunday or Saturday, whatever. If you're a fan of the show, by all means, head on over to www.mtfproductions.com forward slash donate where you can give us a huge level of love and donate as little as a dollar. Don't forget to like, comment, rate, subscribe, all the things. Until next time, subscribe to their Pepsi Plus. Action Plus, do that. It's dumb not to at least to do the base tier. But Pepsi Plus, that's more important. I agree. But yeah. Thanks for watching. See you later. Love, love, love.